0: Welcome to another episode of the Valero Verdict Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, I'm going to continue on with my Women Appreciation Month podcast series. Throughout the month of December, I will be sharing interviews with women in all different sorts of walks of life. On today's episode, I sit down with entrepreneur and CEO of the app, Rizzle Video. We talked about the creation of the app, being an entrepreneur, and so much more. I hope you enjoy this interview. I'd like to welcome to the show entrepreneur and CEO of the Rizzle app. Vidya, how are you today?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Ricky.
0: Absolutely. I really appreciate you coming on as I continue my series for the Women Appreciation Month. Um, You and I have talked, well, I mean, we've known each other a little bit over a year now, but I talked a little bit about having you on and interviewing because I I love your journey. I love your story, and I figured we could highlight some of that today. Before we do, who is Vidya? Where were you born and raised?
1: I was born and raised in India. And for the better part of my teenage years and and stuff, I grew up in South India in a city that it's now called Chennai. It's one of the metropolitan cities in India. And then after college, I came here to do my master's in the United States. I went to Texas A&M University, got my master's in electrical engineering, and then stayed I um, went on to work in the mobile industry for many years and uh, a few years ago decided I want to embark on an entrepreneurship journey and got started on that. So
0: prior to creating Rizzle um, what were some of the other ventures that you kind of dove
1: into? so uh this is an interesting question so yeah once i left google which was my last uh, corporate job um it, my co-founder and i we've meandered into uh, a few different things but all within the idea of interactive visual communication so we started out and the most recent uh, platform that we built prior to Rizzle was a video ask me anything platform it was called um, urban ama and the way it worked was you could actually Tweet out a question and that would come into the AMA and someone could answer it through a video and would go back as a tweet, for example. So people with sizable Twitter followings could easily come into the app and host these AMAs. And we did that with, um, in fact, we've had um, reasonable amount of success with that in, in the sense that we had reporters from associated press uh holding amas with um you know people running for office uh, daniel Biss who at the time was running for the governor of illinois uh, was doing an ama on the platform uh, so many book writers have done amas on the platform things like that so it's kind of like the video equivalent of a reddit ama and then from from there to rizzle was a bit of a pivot but we made a conscious uh, decision that uh, we wanted to build a platform that is for everyday use and not just an AMA that may be like a, you know, monthly use or a weekly use type of thing.
0: That's, that's awesome. So obviously that's where you and I met. Um, when the app first started, um, obviously at the time it was known as rumble, it's now transitioned to Rizzle, which I think I I like the name a lot better. Um, I didn't at first. I was like, I like, I like, I don't, I'm not sure I like new, but I, (laughs) a lot of factors into play there, but, um, the idea and the concept of Rizzle is the 60 second short video. Um, one of the things that I like, the communication is super key, right? One thing that I love about it is there's the no comments, right? You know what I mean? It's a very positive platform, just like any other platform you have, whatever comes into a platform. But the key for me is, is obviously the visualization of the back and forth communication. Was that, was that a highlight for you whenever you started from the ground up?
1: It was. Uh, so we've always been inspired to turn video into an interactive thing. Like what we noticed when we were starting out Rizzle, or even during the days of the AMA when people actually did ask video questions and respond over video, that was one of the key learnings is that um, there isn't a truly video interactive platform. Most of the video that you find is broadcast where you know somebody goes on video and the rest of the people would comment on text. Or even if it's a live stream, one or two people are on video and the rest of the co- uh, people just comment over text. So there wasn't a platform that was building this uh, scalable interactivity over video. And that's where we started. That was the genesis of the ideas that we're gonna go build this platform where kind of like Reddit, you can have all these discussions, but over video. And that was the original platform we built. And then we went from there. And, you know, as you probably remember now, quickly after we introduced channels and episodic content and that allowed us to branch out even more into different types of content we could bring. Yeah, it's,
0: for me, one of the biggest things that I've loved about Rizzo, it's challenging right you have 60 seconds obviously you can spread it out over multiple videos right but the the challenging aspect aspect of the thing is is all right sometimes when i'm making a video it's like oh 50 50 oh oh, i'm getting close to the end of it. it and as you transition into more of an episodic um approach with it like with the r series obviously folks if you're not familiar with it but rizzo You're transitioning into some R-series content where people are uploading videos, um, TV shows, you know what I mean? Funny comedy bits or movies or whatever have you. What was the idea from going from just a face-to-face communication app to a more uh, thought-out process with the episodic television stuff and stuff like that?
1: So first of all, on the episodic content, what we realized was that we have—we all live co- colorful lives. Our personalities not, are not a single dimension. But today, everywhere on the internet, elsewhere on social media, you have to pick a personality. Like you, this is why you see food Instagram accounts, or like you know, obviously whoever's doing that is not just into food. They have other parts of their you know life and personality. But to do that on Instagram or or, or TikTok. You have to have multiple accounts, and you have to worry about growing multiple accounts so the idea of introducing channels was really that i mean just in your case, like if you look at the channels you've hosted uh you know from daily scriptures to movie reviews to um you know just uh news news related stuff and so on and so yeah. forth, there's a wide variety of things and that that was the whole idea. The whole idea was that we have multiple personalities, and we should be able to channel those personalities into channels that all live under a single profile, and it defines you as a person in in more complete ways than not.
0: Exactly. And
1: and yeah, go ahead, and and then I'll talk a little bit about the the whole TV show and our series aspect. But please For go me, ahead.
0: That's one of the, the the things that really stood out to me early on. Obviously, when I first started, it was just like the movie stuff. And then the channels were kind of introduced and I was like, man, I could try some different stuff out. Now, don't get me wrong. I've tried some stuff on there and it's been terrible, but the thing about it is it gives you that opportunity. I mean, obviously some of that stuff's gone. So I don't, I deleted it. I was like, this is not good. This is not getting the reaction or, but that's the thing. When I make an Instagram account, like you mentioned, I have an Instagram account for me. I have an Instagram account for my website. I've got an Instagram account for my scripture and, and, all my scripture that I post every single day are based on the, on Rizzle that it's, it's where it always is. It's where it starts, but you're right in that. It's like, all right, cool. I click on one name and this person covers this, 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 and this, but it's in different channels. I don't have to scroll through 50 things to see it. And that's one of the things that I really loved about it because not only does it challenge you, but it also gives you an opportunity to explore.
1: Right. Um, Exactly. And, and I think as a creator, um, you know, Many people want to experiment with different types of content and this gives you the ability to do, you know, actually do that. And when we got into result series and uh, you know, into scripted series and you know bringing filmmakers to the platform and actors and producers to the platform and so on, uh, the thinking there is that the episodic content naturally lends itself to a format of bringing these short series. And what we realized was that today there's a big gap between the disconnected videos you can make on TikTok and highly produced uh, you know, production quality series that are on Netflix or even on YouTube or let's say Snap, Snap Originals, all of those, there are very few opportunities. Not everybody who is a, a rising actor or a filmmaker gets a chance to have a slot in Netflix or have a slot on Snap Originals. Now Rizzle, what we realized is that, well, we have our channels and they, they're already, organized into episodic content and this presents the opportunity to provide wide visibility for these you know, filmmakers and actors and so on and also presents the opportunity for challenging everyone else to try their hand at something you know that can be filmed on a phone
0: Yep, it, it's that's important right the the filming on the phone it's it gives you an opportunity because there's a lot of like there's a lot of things like i, I watched damien chazelle who's one of my favorite directors he filled this entire thing Uh, on his Apple iPhone and he released it. It was like a, I don't remember, it's like an eight, 10 minute video, but there's, especially in this COVID related world, you have to be creative and different and unique. And the only way to do that is if you got a cell phone, you know what I mean? Not everybody can afford the big production style thing, but you start somewhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's hard. It is very hard trying to get that into 60 seconds. But if you can do, uh, let's just say a 10 minute video and spread that over 60 seconds where it's continuing then that shows oh look what i did now give me 30 minutes give me an hour yeah. give me an hour and a half right and that's kind of the idea of what i see within the r series right
1: absolutely and uh, the mode of watching is also built for that we've built this binge watching feed uh, the series feed where if you swipe left with the main feed you can pretty much watch all the episodes on a channel And uh, the idea behind it was exactly that, where if you produced a continuous story, then it's also easily watchable that way. And I was looking at um, this series that uh, was on TikTok the other day and uh, I went to her profile and I noticed that she had 12 parts uh, on her series. She has like two series on there. One had 12 parts, one had maybe six parts but they're all interleaved among other videos. So if somebody had to watch this series, it's nearly impossible. And um, with Drizzle Channels, it's built in a way that is meant to be watched exactly as it's created. So today, if you created a 10-part series on your life in quarantine in 2020, you can watch this two years later in the order it was supposed to be watched. And there's that channel. It lives on. It's timeless. It's forever.
0: Exactly. And that's the big thing. In being creators of content, you try to figure out ways to, to figure out, oh, oh, well, I've got to go back and find this. You don't have to, you can create a channel specific for that specific thing and then you can move on and make a different channel. And you're right. Like 10 years from now, five years from now, three years from now, what, what comes, um, which yeah. is a perfect segue from my next question. Where do you see Rizzle in five years?
1: Ash, that's a tough question to answer as an entrepreneur, but you know, um, <laughs> we'll get <laughs> to that in a I minute have... too. So, <laughs> uh, obviously, can, where do you hope to it?
0: see Rizzo in five years?
1: Right. Um, I think there will be a few winners, more than a few winners in the world of short videos. Like, you know, who would have expected today that we would have Facebook, Twitch, um, Instagram, WhatsApp, TikTok? Um, there's probably um, at least 10 platforms that I can name that have close to a billion users or at least over 100 million users. And these are all major platforms. And if I go down that list, I, you know, we can easily all agree that we all use it in some shape or form on a daily basis, weekly basis, and so on and so forth. And similar to that, I think um, we will end up with not just one or two video platforms. There's going to be you know, a group of maybe 10 video platforms that are gonna dominate in the next five years. Uh, I think Grizzle has the opportunity to be one of those 10 platforms. That's how I see it. I, it's hard for me to say whether it'll be in the hundreds of millions of uh, people using it or in the, you know, will we actually grow to be a billion people platform? I have no idea. And it's too early to tell. Sure. But what I do know uh, is that we will make a difference in the lives of people who are using the platform. And, and that's most important.
0: I, I 100% agree. I I mean this with everything inside of me before I move on. It, Rizzle has changed, not just the content creator I am, right? You know what I mean? It's changed the person I am. It's it's made me comfortable to speak out about things that I typically wouldn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, I've been very personal on the app. I've been very raw. I've been very vocal. I, You know, it, it's really opened a lot of doors for not just myself. I know a lot of people. You know what I mean? And And that's the difference that Um, from go, I think that what sets Rizzle apart is the home-like feeling that it provides. Is that important to you? Is it important for you to, I'm sure it is in a way, but I'm just saying to, to connect to the, you connect to the individuals on the app. You're accessible in ways. I can't call Mark Zuckerberg. I can't Facebook Mark Zuckerberg. You know what I mean? I can't tweet i could tweet at jack jack's not going to respond but i can tweet at him you know what i mean
1: (laughs) right um it is a big part of um you know my personal list of things to do is to have that connection with people on the platform um how far you know that can continue as we scale the platform is very questionable but um in the early days i do believe that a creator community has to be close-knit and uh, you know they have to feel the connection of a community for somebody to adopt a new platform and feel like they should invest their time here and i felt so i'm not a video creator by you know by origin right like you know this i started doing this because i have a video platform and because i was passionate about you know using my own platform to understand how it's working or not working and things like that and and today i'm comfortable creating these videos and and that speaks by itself, for what Rizzle has done to me as a as a creator, like you know, when we had the video AMA days, I started hosting one or two AMAs to get a feel for what that what that's like. But now, um, you know, I I can go in front of the camera like I can come here and not have prepped at all and feel pretty comfortable. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's that's totally because of Rizal and I'm not a content creator by any stretch of the imagination, right? Try to, um, you know, try out different things to see what my limits of creation would be. And of course, I'm also limited by just the sheer amount of things I have to take care of outside of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, definitely, it's it is very important to me to maintain that uh, that connection to the community, so that um, they feel like they can reach me at any time, and and you feel like you can reach me at any time, and um, I feel like I'm in touch with what's actually going on in reality.
0: Yeah, it's important to. Early stages, yes. And obviously five years from now, if you're at a billion, it's, it's hard to be accessible to a billion different people, but <laughs> it's that you've laid the foundation, right? You know what I mean? And then you surround yourself yes. with people that are accessible. It might not necessarily be you, but it's your people around you that, that make it happen. Right. What has been, now I'm going to, I'm going to prefix without this, without, with, with saying that you can't say the money part. Obviously we know that's probably the hardest part of, of this process. What's been the hardest part of trying to jumpstart Rizzle?
1: Yeah, um, so starting a platform that's a consumer platform is tough because when you're running a social network or like a consumer platform, um, nobody cares that we are new. Nobody cares that you know we only have a few months under our belt or a year under our belt. The expectations are that we compete with the best of the best out there, and that you know, if um, if there's a creator that's coming onto the platform, that uh, they feel like uh, they have uh, their creativity is fluid on the platform and can you know live in many different forms. If there's a viewer that's coming on the platform, they have expectations that they would be able to watch amazing content. Uh, never mind that there are billions of pieces of videos on YouTube or TikTok that we can't compete with yet. But that's the expectation, and so that is literally I think the hardest thing to satisfy to figure out what that balance is and and uh you know deliver something that is meaningful and uh, satisfying to both a creator and a viewer and in many ways, I think for the creator, we um achieved that to some degree in the early days with the video responses and the way the um they felt the community more than they felt um on most other platforms, which is why you are still here on the platform, I think. (laughs) Absolutely. And I do uh, see some creators feeling that as we grow already, that, you know, that part, that side of it is uh, diluting a bit, which obviously it's bound to happen because more people on the platform just means harder to form a community that is close, close close-knit, so to say. So it'll always be the early community. So I, I feel like, we did a pretty good job with the creator community um, early on, and the Discord uh, sort of helped, um, even though we've had uh, ruffle, ruffles, you know, ruffling of feathers happen there. But nevertheless, I think it's a net positive that there is a place where you can reach the creators. There's a, you know, there's a place you can reach people who work who are working on Rizzle and so on and so forth. Um, question is whether we have achieved that on the viewer side at scale. Um, I think we. I think the time, time would tell, you know, so far, so good. We have a long way to go.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. What would you tell other aspiring entrepreneurs?
1: A couple of things, you know, one I would say is that, um, you know, success is nothing but a series of failures that you keep going through and every step is getting you closer to success and that's important to keep in mind uh, to view failures as stepping stones to the next phase of success and the second thing um is definitely one of my favorite quotes is doing the same thing over and again over over again and expecting different results is insanity and as an entrepreneur this can be very very difficult to follow in practice because Um, you know, you're sometimes having to work against your intuition because you thought something's going to work out very well. And when it doesn't, it's hard to grasp that and say, you know, well, that didn't work out. What do I change now? Or what do I change next Uh, in order to do my next round of experiments, whatever that may be. But I think it's really important to keep that in mind because many people try to, uh, I mean, it's very easy to fall into this habit of, oh, let me try that again. Well, but if you have tried it and at a, uh, at a scale that was reasonable and it didn't work, then you have to dig deeper into what didn't work and change something, you know. For sure.
0: I like that. All right. So a couple, a couple of interesting ones before we go here. Um, describe video in one word.
1: Ooh, um, resilient? Maybe. <laughs> I, like <it. laughs> I
0: like it. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Something you've learned throughout this quarantine.
1: Um, definitely have learned that um, building a team. I, I mean, literally I was just writing about this today uh, in our team Slack that um, it's hard to go from a company that is in the tens of users to tens of people to hundreds and we've done that during the pandemic while everyone's working from home it's incredibly difficult so one of the things um that at least for me this quarantine has taught me is uh the power of video because even within team meetings and stuff just having that face to face connection over video can go a long way uh, since we're you know not having that face time uh, in person um I think, I, I don't know if I've thought about it so deeply earlier, but definitely the quarantine has uh, proven that that's so important. So
0: you are, and this one kind of came to me because I, I've conversated with you a lot of times in the past, trying to start a app and build it but also trying not to lose who you are as a person. How hard can that be?
1: Very hard, very hard. I definitely say this, um, entrepreneurship should not be taken lightly, especially if you are serious about, you know, taking it to its logical endpoint or logical destination. Um, there are there are a lot of moments which are extremely trying because, you know, you're kind of uh, spending all your time, all your time thinking about it, even if you're not um, actively in front of a laptop or actively working on it 24-7, your mind is constantly thinking about it, thinking about what's next, what didn't work, what's going to work. Um, So um, this can be extremely trying. And definitely, uh, I used to be an avid outdoors person. I, I, I like to believe that I still am. It's just that I have far fewer vacations that I've taken in the last, you know, three, four years that uh, it, it, my family would uh, sort of question me on that if I still say, I'm, oh, I'm still this person that loves to travel and loves to go outdoors and do stuff. And, you know, they may kind of look at me with a sarcastic <laughs> eye because they kind of see this person who hasn't gone out, uh, all that much, who, you know, stays in on weekends, continues working, um, you know, leaves the vacations to my husband and the kids <laughs> while I stay home, continue working. So that is definitely, uh, been quite trying and quite hard. And, and I think it, it requires, it requires three things. One is it requires yourself, the entrepreneur to be extremely resilient and, uh, you know, strong to overcome that. Uh, It requires a very supporting family, um, because, you know, you want your family to understand what you're going through to some degree and not hate you for it. And I'm very fortunate to have that. And uh, third, I believe that I'm also very fortunate to have an exceptionally supporting co-founder who is in this journey with me to the fullest invested extent and also we have this balancing act when one of us feels low, the other person um, is always working on, you know, propping that up back to normal spirits. So that's all incredibly helpful.
0: It's the support system, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're building a website, whether it's, you, you have to have, it's important. Obviously you understand how important it is to have that sidekick that is fully invested. That's okay with, investing your entire life every day the weeks so there's no off days right you know what i mean you have to there understand no off that days. you know you have to understand that when you're trying to build something it's it's important too fun question before we go what is i ask this question to everybody what is your favorite taylor swift song
1: oh boy <laughs> blank space comes to mind immediately
0: i like it i like it but I love Taylor Swift. So she got a new album today where, I mean, here we get free publication. You know what, Taylor Swift, there you go. You, you just got a free pub on my show
1: here. You know, uh, Taylor Swift is, is amazing because I think what she has done is she has uh, slowly graduated her songs over her, you know, different ages into uh, appropriate levels that her fan base never left her. In fact, only kept growing.
0: It's just phenomenal. It's insane yes. what she's been able to do. Um, I'd say, where can we find you? Social medias. I mean, obviously we can find you on the Rizzle app. I'm going to link you to that, guys. And and not just saying this because she's here. This is an app that I use every single day. Um, It's one of the first apps that I go to every morning because every morning I wake up, I do my daily scripture on Rizzle, and of course I post it everywhere after. But it's my go-to app. I've loved it. I can't thank you enough um, for... The creation of this app is, as again, as cheesy as it is, but it's it's really, um, it's really changed who Ricky Valero is—not just the person, but the creator as well. So I can't thank you enough for that.
1: Thank you for saying that. It means a lot to me, and people can find me as at hellovidya everywhere. That's my um, username on most social platforms, if not all. So just h e l l o v i d y a.
0: If I could just get the guy that has Ricky Valero on Twitter, I, and I would be able to be Ricky Valero everywhere instead of Ricky <laughs> Valero underscore. You know what I mean? I want to get rid of my underscore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hear you. I hear you.
0: But uh, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Absolutely. And thanks for having me, Ricky.